Hello, welcome to the Six Minute States. My name is Helen Bowditch and with me is my colleague Simon Delarue. We've been listening in to the first day of the January States debate. So COVID, that's been really the main, the most interesting topic today, wouldn't you say? Yes, and indeed from about 10 to 9 this morning uh, when I arrived here, um, tipped off I was that there was going to be a protest, so I came in early. And indeed there are about uh, just over a dozen, I'd say, people with uh, quite a lot of placards they've been uh, spending some time making. Um, and their concern was the um, proposal by uh, a number of committees, Policy and Resources, Health and Social Care and Home Affairs, to uh, transfer to the Medical Officer of Health um, some of the emergency powers so that uh, they can kick in again more quickly should a, a further emergency arise. And they're really worried about the implications of that. And that principle actually was, it seems to be gaining some traction with some of the deputies. So we've had uh, a motion from Deputy Charles Parkinson that the blueprint should be debated by the states, the, the exit blueprint that I think has just been, been published uh, this evening. And he said, you know, he, he, he saw those protesters and, you know, he sort of understood where they're coming from, that this idea that there was some sort of... Um, uh, to give all that power to an unelected official, the... the uh, uh, person in charge of health or the civil servant in charge of public health um, that is seen as quite problematic for for some deputies yeah and those following this feed will might have heard uh, my chat with deputy parkinson this morning when he was talking about that amendment and the fact that he was thinking of withdrawing it well he didn't withdraw it and then it, it won the day by 22 votes to 15 so that that blueprint will now have to be debated yeah and it's it's interesting because we it feels like we're sort of in the end game of covid and there's obviously been a lot of kind of disgruntlements from some of the politicians that they felt very sidelined I think during this Covid pandemic because the civil contingency authority is only is only four politicians so the power base is quite narrow and I think there's been the sense of frustration that um, they were elected to political office as well but they haven't really had had much of a say in the management of Covid and that that sense has sort of bubbled through today, I think. Yeah, and, and this is something that we'll inevitably talk about more tomorrow because uh, most of the... They've only debated one out of the five amendments and there are other amendments to follow, including uh, the installation of the President of Economic Development onto the CCA, which is being proposed by the President of Economic Development. But, um, as you say, there's a, there's a great deal... He's not the only one uh, who's looking for more oversight in the whole process going forward. Yeah, and I think that's going to be a really... That debate is going to be sort of really interesting because you know he's he's the president of economic development there's the economy has obviously been was obviously affected during the during the lockdowns and you know should that have been given more of a priority in those in those discussions so that's going to be i think the most interesting aspect of of tomorrow yeah, um, but that wasn't all that we had discussed uh, this morning. Uh, there was a, a statement by the Home Affairs Committee this morning. Yeah, and that, there was quite a few things that came out of that. I think probably the headline from that was about police recruitment. They're struggling to recruit enough police and they're having to second officers from constabularies in the UK, but those officers can only come over for a short time. There was 10 came over at the end of the year. They're due to go back apparently at the end of March. So, you know, what... Uh, and. Although new officers are being recruited, obviously people take a while to uh, have the depth of experience, perhaps. Um, so, you know, that's an interesting subject. Of course, recruitment is an issue uh, across the island, but uh, the safety on our, our streets is obviously really important. So uh, so that, that was interesting. And, and the Home Affairs actually underspent by 
in excess of a million pounds last year, and that was largely due to unfilled vacancies within right. the police force. Yeah, and then we had uh, an update from uh, Alderney, one of two Alderney representatives. That was uh, Steve Roberts. Um, I'm not sure if it was actually, but uh, it was certainly it was certainly afforded quite a lot of time because if you include the questions, there was 55 minutes of chat about uh, Alderney and uh, well, an update about um, well, first of all, they broke even in 2021 despite cancelling Alderney Week, which you would have thought would have made a big hit on them, and the hill climb had to be cancelled as well. Um, but uh, Mr. Roberts was um, spelling out the um, the progress made last year. Um, they've used the time to um, enhance uh, tourist attractions such as the nunnery and the uh, the Watchtower, the Odeon, and um, he was talking about um, plans for next year. There was a survey that had been carried out that uh, uh, actually drew the attention of a quarter of the island who, who'd taken part in it, identifying transport connectivity as the number one issue, which is no surprise, I guess, really. And uh, he said there's been quite a lot of interest in uh, running a summer ferry service, and they're currently considering that. And uh, obviously he was also mentioning um, the extension of the Alderney runway, which he said would co uh, save Orini a fortune, but that is subject to approval by policy and resources over here. So um, that's still a little bit up in the air as far as Alderney is concerned. And then we had questions as well. I think you were you, you were in charge of loneliness listening to. That. Oh yeah, I was. I was on my own listening to uh, Deputy John Gollop's uh, questions. Um, it's quite a serious issue, really. I mean, he's he's, he's asking for um, detail about you know how far health and social care have got with their strategy for loneliness. And the response uh, from Deputy Albrouard was, "Well, what strategy for loneliness? We haven't been asked to produce one. Um, it's it's uh, an issue that is very wide ranging and uh, which needs to." be addressed by a whole slew of different uh, bodies, uh, third sector bodies, especially around the island. Um, but he was um, trying to reassure Deputy Gollop that uh, it was an issue that was taken seriously. And uh, there was some discussion about surveys that uh, gave some indication of the extent of the problem with uh, up to one in three people experiencing social loneliness on the island. So I'm sure we haven't heard the last of uh, discussion around that particular issue. Yeah, and I listened to some questions from uh, Deputy Steve Fowler about um, the, 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 the tax relief on donations to uh, local charities. Uh, I didn't realise actually, because um, the cap on donations is 7,500 in, in Jersey, it's uh, half a billion. So uh, it's, uh, it's uh, no, sorry, half a million, sorry. So it's uh, quite a considerable difference. And um, the answers really to Deputy Fowler's questions was, yes, we're... I think the, the, always the best answers or the most political answers to questions is that something has been considered and reviewed because you're not really giving too much commitment, but you, you're not kind of saying dismissing it either. So, and I think Deputy Fowler picked up on that and said, well, we've already had reviews and we've already had it, things considered. But uh, yeah, so, uh, but there was some, some promises that it, it really is being considered. So, and that would be good, good news for, for local charities if that came to fruition. Right, well, we'll be back tomorrow to share the load as we uh, listen through to the remainder of the uh, debate on COVID. Uh, they were sharing the load in the Assembly today because uh, we had uh, Deputy Bailiff Jessica Rowland in charge for most of it, and then all of a sudden we were all told to get up because uh, in came the Bailiff Richard McMahon and he took over. So um, they were, they were tag-teaming in the uh, in the States today. Um, but uh, yes, we'll be back for day two, which I suspect might be the final day of this January States debate. So uh, stay on here for your feed for more details about that. And of course, pick up a paper uh, to read all about it.